With the recent climate change scares and the pandemic as a whole, the need for science communication and rapid science development in general has been higher than ever. Like, the developments and advancements made in science are typically known exclusively by the scientists themselves in the field. However, the need to make science more accessible has been growing day by day, and the interest among the general public can be seen by the sheer number of youth involved in science communication these days across various social media platforms. However, the biggest problem of getting involved in science is not knowing how to do so. So, today we will tackle that and figure out your path of getting involved in science. I'm Thanishwari Rajendran and welcome back to On the Sidelines. Joining us on the sidelines today to talk about getting involved in science is Randy, an aspiring educator and a Science for Everyone team lead. Thank you so much for joining us today, Randy. Hello. <laughs> awesome. So let's just get into it. Like in terms of getting involved in science, what does that actually mean? When you say getting involved, I know like when I'm talking with a friend or someone I know, someone I know who see like things in the news regarding climate change or the pandemic, they always say, oh, it'd be so cool if I could get involved with science. But what does that actually mean? You know, that's totally a fair question. I think first thing that we need to kind of do is maybe, you know, define what science actually looks like. I'm sure many individuals, regardless of age from students to, to older individuals, they all have this stereotypical kind of image of, you know, white lab coat, uh, mixing dangerous chemicals and beakers. Yeah, because like I remember when I was younger too, when I think of science, it's like, oh, chemicals in the lab. I'm going to yeah. make an experiment where I'm going to explode stuff. Absolutely. No, and, and that's, you know, and, and that's what a lot of people don't realize, I guess what I'll say is, you know, it's only that's only really a portion of what science actually is. Right. Because um, science is genuinely everywhere. And I, I don't mean that as a cliche. I mean, literally, you can look out the window. It's snowing. That's science right? You're staring at your screen, you're on your phones, that's all functional because of science. So it's genuinely kind of everywhere around us. So even how your lifestyle is, um, or how you interact with your surroundings, it all does kind of tie down to our, our understanding and getting involved in science. So what you're telling me is that I don't need a science degree to get involved in science, basically. You 100% do not need a science <laughs> degree to get involved in science. Uh, technically, I'm a psych major, so that's that's, that's kind of science. I mean, it, it's not exactly what you imagine, but uh, you know, I still have an understanding of what it means to maybe even think of, for example, where I get my information from. Uh, you know, what my understanding of the world is, the peers that I talk to. Yeah, so it's basically like trying to figure out, oh, this is a cool machine. How does that actually work? And you don't have to be an engineer to try to understand the functionality of it, like. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really just about curiosity. I mean, science, as if you Google science, the first thing that's going to come up is it's a general pursuit of application of knowledge, often using scientific methodology. But it doesn't always have to be like that, right? Even just like I've already mentioned earlier, you know, with um, what you see in your surroundings and maybe how they work, even like you said, just inquiring about how, why, asking that question why, that curiosity in itself is already um, getting that first step, getting your foot in the door to getting involved in science. How does one actually get into science? Like, do we like sign up for courses or like talk to scientists or like 
get a chemistry kit? I don't know. Please explain. There are there are so many different ways to do so. Um, and like I said, I think the first way to get involved in science is to shatter that stereotype of what you think science already is. Because like I said, if in your mind, all you picture is, you know, white lab coats, mixing dangerous chemicals in like a really fancy schmancy laboratory, then of course you're never <laughs> going to get involved in science because you're just going to think everything else is not science, right? But it's, it's more than that, right? Everything, uh, even from, for example, uh, volunteering is a, is a huge one, and right? And you might be thinking, you know, volunteering seems like such a big step. Where do I even start? Uh, with access to the internet, you know, so many new and diverse scientific experiences um, can literally be a few clicks away, right? Uh, you can, for example, work or volunteer to help out at provincial parks, right? Even even at the zoo or land conservation kind of organizations. Like these are all just examples of, of what you can do maybe in your free time outside of academia, right? Because you're right. People follow the path all the way, you know, starting from grade eight, taking that grade eight science course, grade nine to grade 12, taking all of those science courses, and then in university doing a science degree, right? But sometimes it's what's out of academia that you do in your own time, what you're interested in and what you're passionate about that really allows you to kind of take that extra step and get more involved, I guess, compared to maybe some others. I know like one of the casual ways you can get involved with science is through citizen science. So what is citizen science? Because it doesn't sound like you need to have a formal science background to get involved with it in the first place. Yeah, no, that's totally fair. Citizen science is kind of the, it's like this practice of essentially participating and collaborating with scientific researchers to collect data. That's essentially what it is. So you don't need to be, like you said, you know, you don't have to have a bachelor's in science, a master's, a PhD. Um, you can just be a general citizen, I guess, of society. Um, and you almost essentially kind of sign up um, with these projects, get in correspondence with the, with the lead or the research lead. And they give you maybe with some tips and tricks, maybe even some equipment to film certain everyday phenomenons. For example, if you're trying to, uh, I don't know, measure how much rainfall happens in a week, Right. It might be a lot of work for one researcher and one scientist. So they recruit people to say, OK, uh, you in this geographic location, can you record the amount of rainfall using this equipment here and there for maybe a week and send the information back to me? Right. And just even having that interaction and that engagement really shows that, you know, you don't have to know everything about science. You don't have to be immersed in science to get involved. That is so cool. Cause like, I remember this one time when I was hanging out with a bunch of friends, we were camping out in the woods somewhere in Newfoundland. And we saw this ad for like a citizen science thing where basically all you had to do was go to a dark part of the park and play owl sounds on your phone and figure out what kind of owl noises are there so that scientists well, the data you gather from these kind of activities, scientists can use that to find out what kind of owls are in different provinces. So something like that, like a camping trip can turn into somewhat of getting involved with science kind of thing. Exactly. It's just being cognizant of kind of the different opportunities that exist um, in the areas that you live in, which is a huge thing. And also just just shows that, you know, you can collaborate with other people indirectly, right? You don't have to be with your, you know, get your best friends on board or get your family on board to, to get involved in this, although that would be great. But, you know, the data that you might collect on a camping trip uh, might be combined with uh, another experience and more data that's collected by another group, right? And all that comes together to create kind of this 
this plethora or this realm of scientific data, if you will, that people can access and analyze and learn new things about the world. And like a big part of getting involved is basically communication itself, because like bridging the gap between the scientific community and the general is like so hard, especially these days with all like the issues going around. And there are so many misunderstanding of science in the media. So bridging that gap really is a great way to get involved. So how would one get involved with science communication? Yeah, I mean, well, firstly, you can join Science for Everyone. I mean, insert plug here. Right I don't, there. That's <laughs> Science for Everyone. Um, but no, one thing that, that people can definitely do is I would, okay, first thing I would honestly say, and this might sound a little cliche, but check your mindset. Like part of it is in order to get involved with science, you have to be ready to learn. Um, and I'm not, I'm not here calling people out saying people are arrogant. They don't want to listen. Um, but you know, you genuinely have to be open-minded, right? You have to be willing to say you're not the smartest one in the room, right? You have to, you have to mm-hmm. say that I'm willing to be skeptical, but willing to listen to other people as well and realize that sometimes I might not know as much as I thought I did, right? Yeah. I mean, there's so many interactions between people you know, uh, systems and just like organizations and everything, it always, you, you essentially can't predict what is going to happen the next day, like you said, right? And just, again, seeing what's on the news, right? Uh, getting your information from various sources. It might allow you to keep updated and stay on the ball, if you will, but what's going on around the world. A lot of people don't recognize how much influence they might have on other people just by being themselves, just by interacting with people. Being able to recognize, you know, um, sometimes where, uh, I guess, or how credible sources are uh, can really make a difference in what you end up believing, how you end up changing your lifestyle or changing your beliefs, and how you might influence those around you, right? Exactly. So, in general, every person's experience with getting involved with science is unique and different. And hopefully, what we discussed today can inspire many people a lot of people's journey into science itself. So thank you so much for joining us today, Randy. Thank you for having me. And most importantly, thank you again for tuning in. And remember to subscribe for more conversations and some insightful answers to your questions about the science impacting your world. If you want to learn more about science, science communication, misinformation, or any of the other topics we talked about on this show, visit us on Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok at sci for everyone and our website at www.scienceforeveryone.ca. On the Sidelines is a podcast by Science for Everyone. It's produced by Sam Marchetti, Connor McLean, June Kim, Taneshwari Rajendran, and Cheryl Nguyen. On the Sidelines is sponsored by the University of Toronto's Student Engagement Grant.